Today we're going to start with Ginger Ninja from Black Hog Brewery. Nice. What, nice. Uh, what, what, kind of, uh, what kind of beer are we tasting today, Preston? This is a red IPA with fresh ginger added. Um, I like hopped red ales a lot, so I'm always excited for this one. Uh, so what makes it so red, Preston? Well, red IPAs are actually what you'd call bastard ale. Um, a bastard ale is basically a hopped Irish red style ale. They're just not calling it a bastard ale. But Founder's Dirty Bastard, um, an Arrogant Bastard by Stone, similar kind of style to that. Mm, but this right. one adds ginger to it, which is a twist. Oh yeah, I, I, sm I, sm yeah, I smell the ginger right away. I haven't even, haven't even tasted it. I smell the malt and ginger come through really beautiful on this. Which is a nice malty hobby bite. That's good. Mm, that's good. That's refreshing. That's just, and with this heat, that is all you need. It is refreshing, especially in the room with no air conditioning. This is uh, this is certainly this is certainly refreshing. We're recording this. What day is today? Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, uh, date. July 29th, twenty twenty. July the 29th. year of the certainly a year of interesting <laughs> things happening. Um, but we're not here to talk about those interesting things. We're here to talk about the most important thing, which is of course beer. President, how how did you find out that you liked that you liked beer and tasting? Actually, changing the subject just a bit from that, when I was working at said liquor store, store they had classes, and one of the guys from Black Hog Brewing taught a class. It was um, Jason Sobosinski or Jason Sobonowski. I cannot pronounce the guy's last name. I'm gonna butcher it forever. Um, we tried. We <laughs> gave an honest attempt. Um, so the guy, like, is a serial investor. So he owns um, Ordinary in New Haven, which not from the area, it's a really big craft uh, cocktail bar. He owns the Cheese Truck from New Haven, which is a really popular food truck. In 2012, it was voted the best food truck in Connecticut. Um, and he has staked some dairy farms, and he's a big cheese guy. He does cheese and beer pairing classes. The guy just fascinated me. I've never met a guy who's just that into investing and willing to take part in a lot of things. He also invests in Black Hog Brewing and has a small part. He's a big part of the marketing, but he's not a big part of the um, brewing process, his brother is. Um, but yeah, now back to what you are saying. So I learned at that liquor store, dude, look, beer is, um, I had a passion of beer before I worked there. Um, I, um, my beer interest started when I first actually moved to Connecticut. Um, I was drinking a lot of craft beer from a local liquor store because getting craft beer in South Carolina just wasn't easy. Um, you had to really shop for it because I was into craft beer before the boom. Oh, he was, of course. You were, you drank craft beer before it was cool, Ryan. Uh, how did uh, how did you find your love of? Tasting and sipping beer, <laughs> sipping beer, uh, and swishing around your mouth and all that good sorts. Um, actually, you know, um, Preston actually got me into craft beer, and so did uh, a coworker of mine, Soraya. So, um, at first, I never liked IPAs. I never liked double IPAs. I hated the bitterness. I hated the 
the hoppiness, I didn't like it at all. I, I, I was sticking to the simple beers, the lagers, the, uh, the pilsners, uh, simple stuff. But, um, you, you know, you have to develop your palate. And as uh, I gave it more and more a try, I started off soft and I worked my way up and I started to like more and more beer. And I'm getting into the more complicated, the barrel aged, the, the milk stouts, the, um, the bourbon barrels, eight, the ales, you know, and anything. Um, so actually I enjoy it a lot, you know, I enjoy all the flavors, uh, all the, the taste palettes, the hoppiness, the sours. Oh, definitely in the sours a lot. Uh, thank you Preston for reminding me. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, Jake, yeah. what do you think? Well, as far as tasting journeys go, I, I must admit I am definitely in last place on this one. Um, where I joined the, the liquor store and I, I wasn't a merch, I wasn't on the floor, I wasn't tasting anything. I was, I was just the friendly cashier. Um, however, I've, I always thought I liked beer, mainly because, you know, I'm not the most sophisticated person. However... When I was meandering through this store, I was recommended quite a few different things. I think the first, I think my first real IPA that I actually uh, sat down and, and actually drank like on purpose, I think it was actually too juicy from, um, from Two Roads. And um, I, I, just I drank it, I was like, wow, that's, it doesn't taste awful, which got me interested in trying other things like what else doesn't taste awful? Uh, my first, my first foray though, I think I was at, um, I was at this. What's that? Does anyone remember that brewery? No, not brewery. That bar. It had like a hundred. Um, it had like a hundred things on tap. Does anyone remember that? Is that World of Beer? Yeah, World, World of Beer. Beer. World of Beer. Oh, I had them yeah. all for like two weeks and closed down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Uh, <laughs> not nothing lives in that mall except the rats. Um, <laughs> and, Correct. And so. Um, and so, uh, my, my friend surprised, I, I was just drinking Blue Moon, you know, something simple and I know I like, and, um, and my friend just put a beer in front of me and said, here, drink this. I didn't know what it was. I drank it and I was like, oh, what is that? Turns out it was, um, <laughs> it was actually Sea Hag, but, uh, I like Sea Hag now. It's just, I wasn't ready to experience such, um bitterness and complexities so i i i thought it tasted like someone took a bitter root ground it up and mm -hmm. just <laughs> ran some water over it through a coffee filter and served it to me so <laughs> that that's how i got into this yeah. but i've you know i've been interested in podcasting and uh yeah what's up ryan uh jake i, I can uh share your experience with that <laughs> you know the first uh ipa or double ipa i ever tried uh and which i thought it was disgusting was uh road to ruin by two roads i thought it was the worst thing ever and i just didn't want to try ips ever again uh so i can share your experience with that yeah my start was rogue dead guy rogue, rogue dead, dead guy. guy yeah the bastard ale ironically uh, hopped red ale um really nice malt hop um i didn't particularly love it but i kept drinking it and at the <laughs> pizza place man i took us to a 21 I kept drinking, forcing me to drink the Rogue Dead Guy, and eventually I got a palate for that. And then I went into Belgians, um, immediately St. Bernard's Avenue 12, um, Trappist Ales, Chimay, and I jumped down that rabbit hole. 
once you go down that rabbit hole, you can kind of come in kind of anything because you get a real appreciation for malt and Belgians. Wow, like half those things that you just said, I haven't heard of yet. So this is going to be a learning experience for me and yeah. everyone else, apparently. We will eventually do an episode on Belgians, and we'll just kind of cover a bunch of classic Belgian breweries, and it'll be a really fun yeah. episode. But uh, anyway, back to what we're actually here to taste. Uh, the the black like we said it's from Black Hog the Ginja Ninja Ginja Ninja Ginja Ninja yeah sorry I was thinking of one of my favorite music artists. Uh, <laughs> well, what do you think, Jake? What do you think of the beer? I thought it was good. It you definitely get the you definitely get the ginger. You definitely get um, it's it's not my personal favorite thing, but I definitely I, I definitely see the appeal and I do like it. It's just uh, it doesn't stand out particularly to me, but let's, what, what did you think of it? Uh, I thought it was uh, one of the best red ales I've ever tasted so far. Uh, smooth. Well, this is the only red ale I've ever tasted so far. So well, far sorry for you, Jake, but I've tasted many others. Um, yes, definitely get that ginger taste. Uh, definitely taste that malt, uh, but super smooth, super light. I love it. Uh, I'm definitely going to go by and drink it again. This is actually my first time trying it, so I'm really impressed by uh, what they did here. Sweet. Final thoughts, Preston? Oh, Ginger Ninja is awesome. It's just really solid for what it is, and I really enjoyed it. And also, like, that that kind of that back end of the ginger just gives that, that complexity at the end, which gives it just an incredible taste. I like it. I like that off that little, like, um, adjustment at the end that they did. Um, so, uh, our next beer is... Uh, <laughs> our next beer after the motorcycle. Yeah, we just by. finished the Ginger Ninja. Um, I mean, drinking one beer each, like you said. Uh, Black Hog IPA, nice 16 ounce can, black all around. Uh, Preston, what can you tell us about this beer? Oh, Black Hog IPA is um, Black Hog's real. Um, so they made a, like a bunch of IPAs, Hogwater, Piglet, which is double Piglet, still available. Um, Hogwater is kind of gone and replaced with this. Um, this is phenomenal. Hogwater, um, that does not sound particularly. What what hops are in this? Um, hops, I, I'd have to look more into that. I do not know all the hops okay. that uh, I had. No worries. Well, I'm just, um, do I, do I taste a little citra? I mean, I'm smelling a little citra hop. Am I right? Am I wrong? I'm getting more mosaics. I'm getting more okay. grapefruit and onion. Um, but there could be some citra. It could be a citra mosaic blend. I mean, that's possible. There is some. No, there, there is more mosaic, yeah. I didn't taste it. I was just smelling it. When you guys say mosaic, what do you mean by grapefruit, that? Grapefruit, onion. Oh. Those are kind of the notes we're going to get out of mosaic. Grapefruit and onion? Yeah, it's like going to be an oniony grapefruit. You, you, the onion kind of, a good mosaic crop is more grapefruit forward, but some of them just kind of, so like mosaic and Nelson Solvent are like best friends because of that onion flavor kind of becomes more earthy. Lunch is a great example of something like that. Lunch is a lot more earthy characteristics on the hot profile nice. by main group. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess I definitely, I definitely get the onion now. I don't really get the, I don't really get the uh, grapefruit. But, this uh, might be uh, Nelson Solvent and uh. No, I, I taste the grapefruit right away. Uh, I get that initial thing. Uh, but I'm no. Start. My palate's not crafted to perfection or anything. I can't taste uh, beer to know exactly what hops are in it. But I can tell you, it's a huge grapefruit mm-hmm. earthiness to it. I dig it. Uh, yeah, I dig it. It definitely uh, salivates in your mouth uh, and makes you want to try more. Oh, yeah, uh, the bitterness on that is actually really well balanced. Yeah, I like it a lot. Uh, and super smooth. Craving to uh, not drink this anymore. 
What, uh, hey, does anyone uh, does anyone remember what the inside of this brewery is like? It's a little small. Well, when we went, unfortunately, they closed half the brewery for trivia, mm. um, and they had a private event. So I didn't get to look at the full brewery. Mm. But from the side I sat on, it was a small place. I looked at the other side. It's a pretty big brewery overall. They serve pizza. Uh, excuse me. And uh, <laughs> just get them out. Get them out, Preston. Get them. And then um, better out than in. They do pizza. They do a little bit of food trivia. Um, really, what. Blackhawk's real specialty is distro. They have a huge distro, good marketing, a good name, and honestly, they just produce a lot of quality products that I can't actually name a Blackhawk beer, but I'm just like, eh. most of them are good. Yeah. Mm. Sweet. Uh, yeah, when I was in the brewery, I, I, I've been in the whole brewery before. Uh, I think it's really cool inside. Uh, yeah, it's a little small, but it's not as much. Um, Preston did just something funny. Preston trying to steal my water. <laughs> um, so back to the brewery. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. They have a lot of games inside. Uh, like Preston said, they do pizza. They do snacks. They do uh, yeah, pack of snacks. I think when me and Preston went to trivia night, we had the jalapeno chips, uh, which were pretty good. Pretty hot for my, my uh, palate, but they were pretty good. What else, Preston? I will say the pizza could have been better. <laughs> Well, good thing they're a brewery and not a pizzeria. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, I have to give some negative nitpick. <laughs> what, what's the uh, what what's the next beer we're trying? We are now on the um, we're still on the Black Hog IPA. Yeah. Well, oh, well, like we're trying to finish it. Oh, yeah, I guess we could. No, we can't. We can just no. skip. At least leave it open, right? So this is their attempt <laughs> at a uh, hazy IPA. What are you laughing at, Jake? I'm laughing at you, Ryan. What did I just do? Well, I mean. For people that can't see, when <laughs> Preston was like, doo, 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 doo. and you you almost spit your beer bag out of your No, nose. I just just chugged it down and said, all right, man, on to the next one. Oh, uh, the next one, all right. All right. Here, wow. Here go. Their replica of a New England uh, IPA is very good. Like, I'm actually impressed Whew. for a style I do not love. High praise. Now, I, might, I might be imagining things, but is that is that a hint of banana? I don't know. Yeah, just getting a lot of the hot pro profile in this, and it's yep. You might be on something with that hint of banana thing. It's not the taste. Taste is that Light. Nelson solvent earthy taste. So it's not like resin or pine. It's more definitely that earthier hops with the little bit of citrus on the back. For a hazy, juicy IPA, it's pretty light. It, it is very light. I'm For like, my opinion. I mean, I know Preston has a, his, his way. <laughs> I'm sorry, the malt on this is beautiful. It's very not too sweet. It's the, it tingles the tongue, the hops. I can actually feel them on my tongue. Like, you're saying light. What you're, say, what, you're really, yeah. what you're really saying by light is I'm not getting a lot of hops on this. Mm -hmm. You're getting more of the malt. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. okay. You're getting all that sweetness on the malt, and your tongue's yeah. gonna tingle. And you get but it's not, it's not oversweet. Yeah. No, it's a not really like, um, well, what was it? The uh, Kentucky Lightning. Yeah. Yeah. Or or the Road to Ruin was heavier on the malt too. Yeah, Road to Ruin was really good though. I yeah. was it was yeah, shocked but it just had that more of that sweetness malty taste. Yeah, I was actually shocked how much I re re revisiting Road to Ruin just changed my mind on almost everything I know, like, I was wrong for years. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Well, you heard it here from the Beers, Brews, and Brews. Preston was wrong. That's all right. We're all human. <laughs> that is really good. That is really good. I like it a lot, too. I, I am, no, I would put I'm this impressed. in. I am impressed with the... I would put this in a treehouse tier. Like, that is wow, that wow. good. That is like... Preston loves treehouse. Yeah. I don't really I've never love treehouse. Tree it's just really good. We got in a car and drove over an hour one the only way, way you can get to it. go get treehouse beer. It's the only way to get it. I spent like $80 on... We spent... Um, we, we together spent 80 bucks and split it two ways. So yeah, on um, how many beers? 12 each. Oh, uh, uh, all right. Well, that's, that, that's okay. not bad. Okay, okay that's not bad. Yeah. All right. Well, 12 each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We I spent forgot. 60 for 12 each. Oh, okay. It was like a hundred twenty dollar case because we got a high end case. That's about eight dollars a beer. What's about? Yeah, that's, that's not <laughs> bad. It's less than that. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a, it, it, it's about it should be around five fifty to. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, plus like you know two hours of driving, but it's the only way to get it though. And I and I haven't done Treehouse in over a year and a half prior to that, so I was really craving it. Mm. You know what? For uh, for breweries that just opened up in 2014, they're really doing some great stuff. So if you're really oh, Black Hog, they only opened in 2014. That's it. It's only been six years. Yeah, six years. Uh, so if you really want to uh, try the beer, go to the brewery, try it out. Uh, it's really good stuff. Fair warning: it is uh, a bit tricky to find them. They're in the back of a what is it like a commercial park? An office complex. An office complex, yeah. But it is still really good, and you everyone should definitely go check them out. Nice. What'd you just crack open, Preston? This is the Hog Lager. So we finished the IPA part of our Black Hog tour. So we are now going to use a Pilsner, for a Czech-style Pilsner, to clean our palates. And then we're going to probably jump into the Granola Nut Brown and their Milk Stout. And yeah. that this is their core line that we are drinking right now. So what's the difference between a Czech-style Pilsner and a... German Pilsner. A Czech style Pilsner um, doesn't use noble hops and it's a little bit more earthy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Definitely why, smell that. Yeah, because why are, are German Pilsners, are they all brewed in accordance with German purity law? Yep. Oh, German okay. Pilsner would be 100% to German purity law. The people, as I was saying, people debate about, there's a debate in Lager Nerds and it's, um, German style Pilsners versus Czech style Pilsners. People have a preference um, and people will tell you one is definitely better than the other. I think both are great in their own retrospect and they both have a place for me, but I'm a more, oh, I don't, you know, exclusively just drink Rodenbach. I don't exclusively drink uh, Pilsner Quell. There are people who do. Oh, all right. So, I mean, right off the bat, I can, even I can definitely tell that this is not a Pilsner that I I guess I've only ever drank German style Pilsners because I have, this is new to me. I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever tasted this and I, I'm going to need a second to, to process it. But, uh, what, what, what you got, Ryan? Uh, yeah, it definitely tastes the difference. I've definitely tried a Czech Pilsner before. I don't know which one, but I have, I can definitely taste the similarities in this. Uh, Germans are a little bit more smoother. This one's a little bit more earthy. You can definitely taste more of the flavor here, which I like, you know, and when with retrospect to what Preston said, you know, both of them have their uh, their ups and their downs, you know? Uh, I can't really pick a favorite because... Fresh cut grass. Like, oh my god, fresh cut grass. Preston, just... just the to... way, like, you just cut a lawn smells, that's what this tastes like. 
Like you just cut your lawn and take a sip of this. It's like reminds you you just did that. Oh, okay. So like, did you uh, did you go out and eat a bunch of fresh cut grass as well? Like you were eating uh, pine needles last week. Did you? Eat... Nah, I'm not. I'm not done that. But because I, I know what a fresh cut lawn smells like, and this is what it tastes kind of what a fresh cut lawn smells like. So, oh, okay. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's fresh cut lawn, but yes, you can definitely taste the earthiness to it. I would almost go. I mean, if that, I mean, I guess if that's what I'm getting is earthiness, then yeah, I'm getting it as well. But um, yeah, I, I, I think, I don't know if it's just because I've had more German Pilsner than, and this is the first time I've ever had a Czech style Pilsner, but uh, the, the German style Pilsner is, is, it seems crisper and cleaner than, than what I'm getting right now. And, um, and I don't know if that's my fault or if it's... You're not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, German style Pilsner, you can definitely see through the glass. Right now, I'm looking at it, you can see a little haziness, and that's what, you know, you're kind of tasting is the haziness and earthiness of it. Hmm, all right. Well, um, I'm impressed. I just heard a, a yeah, crack. Right. What are you going to crack it over now? <laughs> crack We're doing Blackhawk's flagship. Took us a while to get here. Oh, the flagship. This is the only brewery that I know of where their flagship is a brown ale. I just really want to make that clear. Um, there's not another brewery on the planet I think does that. Um, and uh, and what's special about brown ales? Brown ales are kind of like your introductory to stout. Um, if you really wanted to go towards darker beer. Um, they use a lot of mixed malt. They usually stick around between 4 and 7 ABV. Um, they sometimes smell a little nutty. Um, oh, I'm detecting nuttiness. <laughs> oh, we're all nuts. Sorry, what's up? Jake, have you ever tried this beer before? I have not. I'm going to tell you, it's probably one of the best brown nails I've ever tasted in my life. Really? I swear to God. I can't wait for you to try this. I'm more excited to watch your reaction to this oh, than I am to drink the, the beer. This is why we need a visual medium so that everyone can watch me cringe at, uh... Is that... Am I getting coffee? Yes. Coffee and caramel. Yeah. Coffee, coffee caramel, and caramel. caramel. So there's no granola in this. This is an all-malt built. That's a mixed malt built. That's why it's called granola. Because it's made like seven or six different malts. So that's why they use the uh, granola analogy. Okay. Alright, so here I go. I'm, I'm going to try this now. I'm infamous for my underwhelming appreciation of darker beers, so here we go. It's light, so I'll we'll tell you. That is way better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> oh my god, I was, I was ready to be like, well, that certainly is beer, but it's, uh, no, it's, it, I actually, I actually do like this. I'm, I would, I would order this. I think uh, it's definitely, it's. I'm definitely getting the caramel. It's a little sweet. Um, it's, it's, it's very good, and I really like it a lot. Preston, what's up next? This is their coffee milk stout. This is the end of the core line that we owned. We were able to find anyways at stores. Um, I really like this beer. Um, it's actually one. I don't. I'm not a milk stout guy. I did a really shitty pour there. Uh, <laughs> yes, you did, yes. President. Yes, you did. That's okay. All right. I'll pour my own beer. Thank you. Wow, this is... This looks like 
a drink that drinks you back. This, <laughs> you taste it and it, it kind of gets you back a little bit. I'm, uh, there we go. I'm going in for a, a little smell. Beautiful head, I'll say. Beautiful head. Yeah, it's really, um, like I said, a beautiful head. It pours really well. It does. Yeah, it, it, uh, it, when it poured, what it looked like, sediment's the wrong word, but it looked like uh, it was like settling into itself. What What is that? That's usually just how stouts get to pour. Okay, yeah, but like, why do they pour that? Is it the carbonation? Well, they're not, so most stouts, this one's actually more carbonated than most, aren't that carbonated, so you usually kind of pour into themselves. Yeah. Um, just usually the way, I've never had a stout bat. Settling sediment in a stout isn't really common. It's much more common in a uh, IPA. I have never smelled a beer like this, where I just smell coffee. It is just black coffee right off the bat. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I'm getting. It's like, super one note. I, I I liked I liked the last beer. I like that last brown ale. This is definitely straying into the territory of, ooh. <laughs> Maybe I'll pass on that. Um, Let's go. You take a sip. I already took a sip. It's very, it's. I, I don't want to say syrupy because I'm sure they made this with no syrup, but it's it's very sweet to me, and I get very very strong notes of coffee. Is I that, completely disagree. Um, the coffee I don't. Um, it's dry. This is dry. It finishes dry. Um, uh, we might just be think trying to describe it with different words, but. A little dry present, just a little bit, but not too much. I definitely get the coffee and the vanilla. I really get the vanilla in the in, in the yeah, meat of it. I'm not disagreeing. I we I get that and, as well. And sweet. And it sweet finish, too. It's a little sweet, but it finishes really nice and dry. Yeah. That finish is beautiful. Uh, it, it really legit makes you want to go back for another sip. It, it doesn't. Um, I mean, you're right. Yeah, it doesn't linger on your palate. Uh, but I'm not a big coffee guy. I um. I catch a lot of flack for that from everyone around me, but you know, I'm just I just don't like coffee in general. So I think I think that's a big hurdle for me to get over in these kinds of stouts and whatnot. But um But uh just to point this out, uh if you really want to try to get into coffee milk stouts or just milk stouts in general, uh recommend left hand. Uh Preston gave me a rec great rem recommendation to try it out and I kinda got used to the palette of it and that's what I was expecting. And this is this is great. You know? Also, if you're trying to get in the stouts, Dragon's Milk. That is like the introductory to introductory stouts, in my opinion. Because it goes down like a goddamn milkshake. I will try that next time, Preston. Awesome. What what do we got? What do we got up next? We are going to open up the Disco Pig series after we try their watermelon ale. Nice. So here comes the watermelon ale. It is uh what is it? A brewery only beer. Oh yeah, that's right. Brewery only exclusive, if you will. Um, no rinds. A rice ale brew with watermelon juice. Well, maybe not exclusive. Like you can't get it, but it's available only at the brewery. They don't sell it in stores. As so. far as I know. As, that far, as far as we know. As far as we know. So yeah, let's. Uh, oh yeah, that, there's a there is definitely watermelon in that. This is the first beer Blackhawk has brewed where I go, eh. <laughs> it's okay. Um, it's not great. It's good. It, it, it's eh. Like, this is the epitome of eh. It doesn't, the watermelon doesn't come through too much on the taste. 
See, I, I have to I have to disagree with you. I think the watermelon comes through very well. Like when you were arguing about how the the black cherry comes through very well, and and I was like, I can't I can't taste it at all. I taste the uh, I I taste the watermelon very very clearly on this, and uh, I like it a lot actually. Oh, I have to disagree with you, Jake, because I don't really taste the watermelon at all. Uh, uh, just more juice, just more juice than, you know, uh, for me. I can't really distinguish the watermelon in this. I just, I don't think there's a lot to talk about here, <laughs> to be honest. Like, this is just very eh. Ah, uh, well, well, uh, perfect, perfect. The one I like, no one else likes, so <laughs> I guess well, I mean, it's not eh, it's, I mean, yes, it's, it's got a it, little it. Bit of juice, it, it, it's light. You know, I have stuff under me that I'm much more excited to talk about than this. And on that happy note, Preston, what beers do you have under you? I have two Disco Pig Sour Series from Blackhawk. This is a brewery. These are 100% brewery only. This is an excellent sour series. I'm just like giddy schoolgirl to get into. Giddy schoolgirl to get into. All right, let's open this one up. Oh, I missed it. Preston, so you're more this. excited to open a beer than to try what we just had before. Yeah, yeah just to open it. Just to open it. We're not. We, you haven't even poured it, and you're more excited to do that. Oh my god, that smells fucking amazing. Oh wow, this wow the funk on this. The is, funk. Oh my god, this is such a funky sour. The blood orange comes through a little bit. Some white fruit notes. That is potent. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, I told you. Doesn't this make you excited like, to get your mouth full on this? Like, oh my I god. I wouldn't say it's potent to get my mouth on it, but it's it's so complex. So much flavors. I don't even... My nose doesn't oh, even... Oh, wow. Like, Once you get into that, that is real funky goodness right there. Oh, wow. I am... Beyond impressed. Yeah, I really thought you were exaggerating when you were saying you were excited to get into it. But you're right, it does smell a little funky. I don't really know how else to describe it, but when I when I taste it, I I, I get the sour, I get I get the blood orange. It's this is this is really good. I am very excited to have this right now. I'm gonna have to disagree with both of you. I don't like it that much. Is it I think it's just too much. I think it's, it's just too, too acidic. Too acidic, too over-complex for me. Um, but I do taste the blood orange in it. I do taste the bourbon do in it. Do you taste... There's not bourbon in it. This is wine barrel age. You're going to get some more uh, white wine oh. notes in this. Sorry, I thought I was um, like, Think Zinfandel. Think like that. It's it's too, grapefruit. It's too, the grapefruit oh. is too bitter. It's just too much for me right now. I mean, hey, everyone's different. Yeah, that's fine. Um, it's not uncommon that we've disagreed before. <laughs> well, disagree, I, 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 I can't, I can't articulately describe, I, I, I can't pick out the different notes. All I know is that everything comes together very well for me and it, I just really like this. If, uh, I wish I, I wish I had more of this to be perfectly honest, but unfortunately we don't have any more of that. So now what we're going to get into is we're going to get into the Scooby Snacks. Again, uh, from the, uh, Disco Pig series. So let's give that an open. This is actually a collaboration with Kent Falls, another Connecticut brewery. 
So as you can probably guess, we're doing a lot of Connecticut breweries early on. That's just kind of natural because we live in the area. All right, so let's pass this around. I can't. Preston, where do you live? I live in the state of Connecticut. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know. You don't want to give everyone's address out. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not here to pass out addresses, but I, I'm willing to say I live in the city of New Haven. I'm not even willing to go that far. Connecticut. Uh, Pretty I'm, willing, I'm willing to go that far. I live in Milford, Connecticut. Oh, everyone else is. Fine. <laughs> also in New Haven. Wow. I really, really hate you guys. Wow, really had to twist your arm into that one. Preston. Yeah, a bit. Now, Preston, what we'll are we tasting with the Scooby Snacks? Like, what's the uh, flavors we're going to try to taste here? Actually, that's really balanced. Um, I need to get back into that. I honestly don't have enough to know. Like, well, when, when I smelled this, it's um, it's not, it's, it wasn't as interesting to me as the last beer we had, but I'm... I'm I'm very interested in that. So let me let me give this a taste and, and yeah, it's happens. all on the taste. That's way more interesting on the taste, and it's like yeah. one of the most balanced like wild ale sours I've ever had. Wow. Mm. Um. Yeah, that is certainly mm. a beer. Um. <laughs> you hate it, don't I, you? This is not my favorite thing. I am going. I'm not going to lie to you, people. Uh, this is. I mean, you like this one more, don't you? Wow, this it, it tastes like um, you know, like those orange freeze pops that you used to have at like summer uh, at summer parties. It tastes like that syrup, but they let get to room temperature, and that's what this tastes like. Except it's cold. This is balanced, like, and really, Ryan, why don't you take this off? You know what, Preston, what I just saw? You just chugged this beer. <laughs> you think this is so good that you just chugged it. For a wild sour ale, you just chugged it. Are <laughs> you, like, impressed by that one? I am. For a wild sour ale, yeah. This, yeah, I, I'm going to have to disagree with you guys. This is not my favorite. It's just, like, I really wish I could get more notes because it's good and there's a lot here. It's just hard to find. It is. It's really hard to find. I can't really find a specific note or something like that. But I do enjoy it. Uh, I don't so think I enjoy this it as is, much as you do. This is definitely a really, like, <laughs> very standard wild ale. Of a lot of, like... What, what is a wild ale? What makes something Well, wild it's just ale? wild yeast taking over your beer, right? That's what wild, that's what's called wild ale, because you're using wild yeast. Um, this one, like white they're, fruit. Like, they're not tra it's not trained yeast? What does that mean? Okay, so normally yeast um, and, and sugar ferment together, and that's usually how you get a lager or a pilsner or anything like that. So in a wild ale, you use wild yeast, which eats, and basically you're infecting your beer, and you're using fruits to preserve it, which is what the Lambic style is all about. Um, oh, okay. But now we're using white wine barrels, and that kind of does almost a similar thing. So with this, what I'm really getting in here is a lot of white fruit, like white grape. Um, oh, you know what? Maybe. White grape, um, That's why it's so a little weird. bit of lemon, yeah. um, like that lemon zest. Uh, I'm not getting the lemon zest, but I am getting the white grape. I am most certainly getting the white grape. What do you think about uh, like a pear? Pear! That's fuck. That's perfect. <laughs> that's, that's perfect. I was almost about to ant you there right there, Preston, uh, but yeah, you held yourself back. You got it. Yeah, pear. Yeah, definitely pear. Pear, white grape. Pear, I, I get pear. Yeah. yeah, zest. Um, 
It's not like it's not really acidic. But it is well balanced, like you said. I yeah, no, it's just. So the other one we had is like the other end of the spectrum of sours, where they're a lot more acidic and a lot more going on. This one's what I would consider closer to what Allagash is doing. A lot of Allagash sours are balanced like this. Yeah, um, I, I I think I must I must lean uh, much more towards the more acidic the more acidic uh, side of the spectrum because I just when I when I first drank this I my initial reaction was of utter disdain. But the more I drank it, the more I did um, end up liking it, and I started to enjoy it a little more than my initial reaction. Uh, what, what do we, what's the next one? Our what's grand finale, the barrel-aged granola nut brown ale. I cannot imagine the excitement on my face is real. Beaming like a child on Christmas morning. Kinda, definitely at that level. I'm holding you to your expectation, alright, Preston? <laughs> well, I we, it better be. Really, we all, really we all love the Granola Nut Brown. I think it's actually all of our favorites of the entire quarter of the night. Uh, I expect impossibly amazing things from this. <laughs> I cannot fucking pour it. Right, yes, you, you poured it so well that it's mostly head instead of beer. Congratulations, you, uh... You win. I think it's actually really win. well carbonated. <laughs> For those confused at home, Preston poured a beer that was like 90% head, 10% liquid, and when I pointed that out, he snort laughed, and oh man, it was it was bad. But back back to Back to talking about what yeah. we were actually here to talk about. Uh, initial initial tasting thoughts, everybody. Uh, how do we feel about this? Well, initial smelling thoughts. It smells exactly like the Black Hawk Granola Brown. This is actually what I consider perfect barrel aging for a beer like this. It adds just a tiny amount of depth. Depth? Yeah. I heard you say death. I swear to God. No, you just say death. No, oh, okay. Yeah, no, um, yeah, it, 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 this is definitely, uh, one of my, I, I definitely like this. It reminds me, you're right, very much of the brown ale that we had earlier. Um, what, what sets this apart from what we had earlier? So, what really sets this apart is, once it warms up a bit, which thank God we're in a hot box, um, the bourbon notes kind of come through more. As I smell it, more vanilla keeps coming through as I keep going back to the nose. Um, yes, Preston, as the, uh, the beer warms up, the, the bourbon does come out, uh, but... Um, it just adds a really nice vanilla note to an already just outstanding beer. Yeah, you, you mean, you can already taste the, the barrel age or the bourbon notes in the beginning of it. But yeah, I, I, I agree with you. It does warm up. You do taste it more and more and more. This, I'm glad we ended on this. This is actually a really good finisher. Um, well, I mean, it's also exclusive to the brewery. You can't get this outside of the brewery. Not to mention, we got the we got the two hundred fortieth out of two hundred eighty four bottles that they made. So there's a there's a rarity in that. There's not too many of these left, which which I which I find pretty cool. It's also kind of a shame. I wish everyone could try this. I'm sure you could find it at draft in a bar around the area. Um, but other than that, yeah, I would say this is not 
easy to find. Neither are the Disco Pig series stuff. I probably should emphasize that more. Um, yeah. A lot of that stuff is brewery only, and you might be lucky and find it at draft somewhere in Connecticut. Um, it's not something you can just find like if you live in Michigan. Granted, you have a great beer store. Michigan has a great beer, and I forgot what it was. It's a local beer. I can't remember. Founders. Anything with the word Founders on it. Maybe. No, that's Michigan's no, big no, brewery. No, I'm confident that... I, no, I know they're a big brewery, but I had something else. I can't Top remember. Top of Nah, it's fine, it's fine. Let's not worry about yeah. that. Yeah, I could go into that all day. Um, We're talking about Blackhawk. We're talking yeah. about Blackhawk. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we just went to the Midwest. Um, The Midwest is just such a fun, our amazing, great selection of beers. Though. And great, Preston, but we're not talking about the Midwest. We're talking about Blackhawk. Black yeah. Hawk. Well, Blackhawk Brewing and what they are doing and what we sampled today still doesn't really change my opinion. I knew they were good. Um, out of the big breweries in Connecticut, Blackhawk's my favorite. Incredible. Out of six years of them being a brewery, incredible. That's all I can say. Yeah. And yeah, it's 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 impressive. I didn't know that they only opened in 2014. Uh, I, I remember, I know I've, uh, I got back from, I got back to Connecticut uh, in 2013 and I've basically been hearing about Black Hog ever since. So I thought that they had just existed for quite a long time, but no, they're a relatively new brewery under a decade and they are putting out exceptional things. Oh, for sure. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. This has been Beers, Brews, and Bros. We will see you next Saturday, because Saturdays are for the boys.